0: We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today.
1: Thank God the Bible said these things are ours. Who hath the Father God in His great mercy, in His great plan of redemption, hath delivered us from what? The power, power, authority, the rule, the dominion of what? Darkness. Darkness. Darkness, 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 glory to God.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth e. Hagen continues his teaching on Our Inheritance, Priceless, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message.
1: Now, I'd laid them down long enough that at the time that I filled out my questionnaire, because said, then the Methodist Church asked their ministers, you know, do you use tobacco in any form? If you did, they wouldn't license your ordain yet. And so I had quit long enough for about a month that at that time I could say yes, you know, that he didn't use it. And so he said, I, uh, we're having this convention, and I was downtown Chicago, and I got back up in a back alley and smoked a cigarette. called called, called convention delegates are there, you see, if they see him, they'll turn him out. They'll take his church away from him. They'll defrock him. He won't be no longer a Methodist, and he knows that. And so he said he got back up in that alley, see, where nobody could see him and smoked his cigarette. And then he came out, started walking down the street, and then he felt so bad. Oh, he said I felt so bad. Oh, I felt so bad. And I begin to cry right up, No, oh God, Lord, Lord, he said, you know, I'm struggling with you. Lord, you know, I've tried to quit. Lord, I've done my best. You know, I've done my best. I've even fasted for days about this. And he said, just like a voice spoke to him, he said, that's the trouble. You've tried to do it all. Don't you know that I delivered you? Don't you see the scripture who had delivered us? Who has to deliver, who's going to deliver us? No, don't you know that I delivered you on Calvary, in my death, burial, and resurrection, and ascension, and seating? Don't you know I delivered you from everything that's hurtful and and uh, hateful, and everything that's wrong? He said, "I stopped right there on the street in Chicago," and I said, "Lord, yeah, 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 yeah you did, didn't you? Thank you." He said, "From that moment to this, I never even wanted another cigarette." Never even wanted one. Never even wanted one. Never even wanted one. You see, he had been praying, fasting. He said one time he fasted fourteen days. Think about fasted fourteen days for deliverance, and the Bible said here is already delivered. Fasted for something that the Bible says already his. No, thank God we've been delivered. Said out loud, I've been delivered. I, I, am, delivered. Am, delivered. I, am, delivered. I am delivered. Hallelujah. I Glory to, God. Glory to 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 God. I'm talking about things that belongs to us. Things that belongs to us. Amen. You know you don't have to try to get something that's already yours. I mean you fellas already married, you're not trying to get married, are you? You shouldn't be. You're in trouble if you are, cause you're married. And you women that's already married, you're not trying to get married, are you? If you are, you're in a bad shape because you are married. Thank God the Bible said these things are ours. Who hath the Father God in his great mercy, in his great plan of redemption, hath delivered us from what? The power. Power. Power authority, the rule, the dominion of what? Darkness, 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 glory to God. And has translated us into the kingdom. Talk about kingdom living. Here's kingdom living. Into the kingdom of his dear son, Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Did you ever stop to think about it? And, and and you know, this, I'm not so smart that I thought this up. I don't know anything much. Whatever I know came to me by revelation. But I can remember right here in the state of Oklahoma, December of 1952, the pastor and I were praying with his little daughter before she went to bed in the kitchen of the parsonage when uh, suddenly... Jesus appeared to me. He's standing about where the ceiling of the kitchen should be. And he began to say to me, began his conversation with me, but said, I'm going to uh, teach you concerning the devil, demons, and demon activity. Because from this day forward, what's known in my word as discerning of spirits will operate in your life when you're in the spirit. And so the entire vision lasted an hour and a half but we got right down to the end of that hour and a half vision and Jesus is talking to me. I could see myself kneeling here. I could see him standing there about where the ceiling of the kitchen should be and this demon ran up between us. Now, he's talking to me about how to deal with demons and our authority and all of that and this demon ran up between us. The demon looked a whole lot like a similar, let me say, not not his face, but his body, looked a whole lot like a little monkey And he ran up there right in midair and began to jump up and down and swing his arms out and his legs out and holler in a real shrill voice, "Yackety yak yak, yackety yak yak. It just just hurt your ears. It's so shrill. And then put out something like a smoke screen, a dark cloud. I couldn't see Jesus. Couldn't see him. And I, I, I heard the sound of his voice, but I couldn't distinguish a word. I could not distinguish a word. I could not distinguish a word and I almost panicked I thought I'm missing what he's saying I needed to hear that don't he know I'm not getting it don't he know I need to hear that why don't he do something about that devil why don't he rebuke that spirit these thoughts you know are going fast through my mind faster than a machine gun can fire bullets and I thought them over a time or two And finally, just in desperation, I pointed to that spirit and I said, I command you to shut up in Jesus' name. And when I did, he fell down, hit the floor, kerflop. And the dark cloud disappeared. And he lay there on the floor and shook, just shook like he's having a chill and whined like a little old pup you'd whipped. And I don't know, without thinking, I just said, not only shut up, but get up and get out of here. And he jumped up and ran out. And then Jesus said something to me that absolutely upended my theology. Just exactly opposite of what I thought. Jesus said to me if you hadn't done something about that, and he pointed down where the devil had been, he just got up and left. If you hadn't done something about that, I couldn't. No, 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 I said "I, I, 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 I misunderstood you. Now, you didn't say, if I hadn't done something about that demon, you couldn't. He said, I said, if uh, you hadn't done something about that, I couldn't. I said, dear Lord, unless you could prove that to me by the scriptures and by the New Testament, because we're living under the new covenant, not the old one. And then the Bible said, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, shall every word be established. And I said, you'll have to give me at least three witnesses that will establish that in the New Testament for me to accept it. And he smiled so sweetly and said, I'll go you one better. I'll give you four. (laughs) Why, I said, Lord, if there's anything like that in there, I don't know it. And I've read the New Testament through 150 times. I've quit bragging about it. (laughs) But I said it then, in 1952, And he said, why, son, there's a lot in there you don't know yet. And I'm still finding out that there's a lot in there I don't know yet. And then he went on, got me in hotter water yet before he got me out. Deeper water. He said, uh, there's not one single scripture in all the Bible, particularly in the New Testament because you're living under the New Covenant, not one single scripture anywhere that tells you to pray against the devil. There's not one single scripture he said that tells you, the church he's talking about, to pray that I, the Lord Jesus Christ, or God the Father will do anything about the devil. And then he went further. He said to pray against the devil or to pray that I, the Lord Jesus Christ, will do anything about the devil or God the Father is to waste your time. I said dear Lord, dear Lord, I've wasted so much time because I've done it. We just pick up, you know, whatever others are doing, whether it's right or wrong. I'm talking about things that belong to us. Thank God deliverance belongs to us and the name of Jesus belongs to us. I said the name of Jesus belongs to us. I said the name of Jesus belongs to us. Well, you don't have to pray that God would give you deliverance. You've got it. it's You don't have to pray that God will give the church the name of Jesus. He's already given that name to us. Amen. Amen. So then he began to give me scripture. He went first to Matthew, the 28th chapter. And you come down to the end of the chapter. He said, now, it says, when I arose from the dead, I said to the disciples, all power. And again, that Greek word there is translated authority elsewhere. All authority is given unto me. That's unto Jesus now. In heaven And in earth or on earth. Now, he said, if you stop reading right there, then you would say, well, dear Lord Jesus, you do have authority on earth. It said so. But he said, I immediately delegated that authority on the earth to the church. I immediately said to them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. I immediately said, these signs, one of the signs that would follow them, them that believe is, in my name, They'll cast out devils. You know, King James said they'll cast out devils. He quoted it this way: "In my name, they'll exercise authority over the devil. Could very well cast them out if you didn't exercise authority. Over them. In my name, in my name. See, he delegated that to us, to the church."
0: Welcome to Rema for today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagen, Pastor Hagen, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the three CD set from Kenneth E. Hagen entitled A Fresh Anointing, and the book from Kenneth Hagen, Create the World You Want to See. Also, a CD from Lynette Hagen entitled You Can Have Success. All this for the special price of $25. That's almost $18 off the retail price. 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of RAMA for today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. June? June? Yeah, 6th through the 8th. We're
1: going to be in Glenwood Springs, Colorado with uh, Mark and Tasha of Bentliff. The Creation Church. Yes, and then we're going to move over 9 through 11. That's Wednesday through Friday at Family Harvest Church in Cheyenne, Wyoming with David and Linda Kibben. Hey, if you want to know anything about our crusades, where we're at, what's going on, you can go to rhema.org and get all the details are there. But hey, if you know people in that area, let them know that we're there. Hey, if you want Linwood Springs, that's a beautiful time of year there in, yes, in Colorado. It is. So, it is. hey, uh,
0: just, just make it a point. Come out and be with us at the crusade and enjoy a little bit of vacation at that's the same time. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan continues his powerful teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.